Hi, guys, and welcome to the second episode of Vino and Vodka Diaries. I'm Cynthia coming to you from Arizona. And this is Natalie coming to you from Washington. This week, we're going to talk about wedding anniversaries and the trials and tribulations of moving. So last week was my one-year anniversary. Yay! Yay! We made a successful uh, one year of marriage. We had a lot of fun. It was not as hard as people told us it was going to be, so I guess that's a good thing. (laughs) That is good. We got married in Hawaii, and I um, ordered for Fosto, my husband, a large, kind of like an art piece of the tree that we got married under in Hawaii. It's this beautiful monkey paw tree, and it's about three feet wide. And it's um, placard onto pallet wood. So he didn't know that it was uh, getting made. And so when he woke up in the morning at like five o'clock, I brought it into him and it took him a minute or two for his eyes to focus on what was in front of him and then to understand what the tree was. And I didn't say anything and he was really moved by it. And it's a really beautiful piece that we can have and share together. So that kind of started our anniversary and then our day went on, but we had plans for dinner at a restaurant in North Scottsdale called the Ocean Club. And I was really excited. I hadn't been there in years. I celebrated a birthday there years ago and I was excited for him to try it. He loves seafood and it was just kind of an off dinner. It wasn't what either of us kind of expected. And I think it was because of the douchebag factor in North Scottsdale. Oh boy. (laughs) What what is the douchebag factor in Scottsdale for those who do not know? Well, they used to call them $30,000 a year millionaires. So people mm-hmm. who, I don't know, maybe they make more money now or maybe, I don't know. I don't know, but <laughs> they might, they pretend like they have a lot of money and like to show you and have no regard for decency or being nice or just being pleasant. Uh, so we pull up to the parking lot. We're trying to get to the valet and there's two cars, like a blacked out SUV just sitting there and then a white convertible Mercedes with a girl leaning in to the passenger seat talking to the driver and they're just sitting there like blocking the valet not going in just hanging out so we like go behind go around them or like whatever you guys are done we park and everything's fine and we go in but there's this group next to us just like drunk talking about politics just like trying to impress the girls they're with and then the group on the other side of us is like popping champagne and it just wasn't what i remember being evening for your anniversary yeah but the food was delicious we ordered too much food and they did bring us an anniversary butter cake which is like the most delicious thing ever so it was nice it was an experience but i think the next special event i'd rather go to the salt cellar in tempe over the ocean club a little more my speed yeah that shrimp dish i can't recall shrimp san remo is the stuff dreams are made of Mm -hmm. it is cooked all day and actually we asked the server once like what is the secret to the sauce it's like a tomato garlic butter onion mushroom she said the secret is frank's red hot sauce it makes it so delicious I don't know, it's magic. <laughs> so good. Next special occasion, we'll go there. But other than that, it was a wonderful anniversary. And this brings us to the beauty tip portion of <laughs> okay. the podcast. 
So every once in a while, we'll watch a makeup video tutorial on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram. And so I've been seeing a lot of this technique called baking. And I watched a tutorial on it. And basically, after you put your concealer under your eyes or wherever you have it, or even just your foundation, in order to get a poreless look that doesn't crease, you dampen a beauty sponge, dip it in like a translucent setting powder, and put it over the concealer Mm -hmm. and let it sit there for like 10 minutes. That's a long time. I didn't realize. Well, that was just one tutorial. And so I was like, oh, I got time. I'll do that. How did it look? It looked beautiful. I was like really impressed. They recommend not doing it every day because it's a lot of makeup with like special occasions. This is awesome. Looking good. Skin's on point. And so we go to dinner and we have the hostess take a picture of us with the flash with my iPhone. And she has this horrified look on her face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> In the picture, because of the flash, my eyes look like reverse raccoon, like completely <laughs> white all on my face. Like I'm wearing a white Zorro mask. <laughs> but in real life, I didn't look like that. So she took another one and still just kind of looked at me weird. I was like, what the heck? So I grabbed my phone. She's like, let me take another one. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, let's just go. So... <laughs> <laughs> Run yeah, away. I'm laughing to possibly walk out of the restaurant. I'm like, oh my God, she probably thinks I'm a complete crazy person. And like, what is wrong with her face? So when we got home, he was really sweet because he knows pictures are really important to me. He set up his camera and did a timer so that we could take a picture without the flash. And we got a nice picture from our anniversary. Oh, that's good. What brand did you use? That powder was It Cosmetics. And last night I went to dinner with some girlfriends and I did kind of a lighter version of the same thing. I didn't like bake it, as they say. I just put a little bit on to set it. And I had a little bit of that flashback reaction, but not a lot. So I went online and researched like, why does this happen? And you know, is it all brands? And it's not all brands, but you should definitely test it out. And you're going to get that flashback effect with some brands if you use a lot. But if you're just using it to like set it and put a light dusting, you're not going to get this dramatic effect that I had. So if you guys want to see what this looks like and the unfortunate (laughs) happenings, I will put that on the Instagram page and you can check it out. So I'll do with the flash and without the flash. Awesome. I feel like our beauty tips are like what not to do with Cynthia and Natalie. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. You've messed up so much. Here's some tips. Uh, that's funny. So what's going on with you? You're getting ready to move, right? Yes, we are moving in two weeks. Thank the Lord. It is about time. It's almost been a year since I've moved here, living with the in-laws in the basement. Uh, what I'm more excited about, other than moving and being with Mitchell in our own space and setting up for the baby, is to not be around cats anymore. I like cats generally, but the two that live in this house seem to have a lot of bodily fluid function problems. So one of them has been dubbed with leaky butt. Oh my god. He's a scaredy cat and he doesn't go to the bathroom for days at a time and when he does, you can hear him crying no matter where you are in the house because it hurts so bad. And then you walk around the house and there are droplets of poop like everywhere. So... That's one of the cats. He probably has like a hemorrhoid or something. Is it because they're old or? Uh, that one's eight. So no, but he's also got like part of, I mean, like I swear that his, his butthole is like coming out of the backside. I know. <laughs> 
our listeners probably don't want to hear that much detail, but it is. <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with, especially being is pregnant. Is it because she eats too fast, you think? Oh, I don't know. And he's had, like, what is it called? Uh, enemas? He's had enemas before? Cat enemas? I didn't even know this was a thing, but it hasn't seemed to help him. And then the other cat, there's two cats here. She is bulimic, and she will overeat her food and then throw it up probably 10 minutes later, and it's, like, the full food. So between the two of them, either, like, there's throw-up everywhere or there's poop everywhere, and I swear the girl cat is vindictive and passive-aggressive because she has peed or pooped in my bathroom that I use like, every other week, it's an occurrence. And she's never done that before. So I think she knows that I hate her. Yeah, cats are kind of like that. That's why I'm a dog person. And I'm extremely allergic to cats. If you're a cat lover, we can't be friends. Yeah, they're not allowed to come in our room. But, man, I am excited to get away from the cats. I mean, if you're a cat lover, I I totally get it. Um, they're very cute and self-sufficient. Yeah. Not a cat for I had cats when I was a kid, but we've always had dogs. Just lots of dogs. <laughs> I grew up with cats, um, but they just couldn't touch me. <laughs> so. My cousin's dog just had puppies yesterday. Ten puppies. Aww. What kind of dog? She thinks they're half Rottweiler, and then the mom is um, like a pit Labrador mix. So they'll be cute, but... It's in Holbrook, uh, where I'm from in northern Arizona, and it's not a responsible thing to do to allow your dog to have puppies. There's already, like, a pet population problem. The animal control agency up there is really small, and my friend's sister has actually been helping out there in recent years, and they have completely turned around how many uh, dogs they have to put down and how many get adopted. It used to be, like, 90% put down, 10% adopted, and now it's, like, 90% adopted, 10% put down. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, they've done a really good job. And so I see how hard they work. Now there's 10 more puppies that I'm sure a few of them are bound to get into the pound or whatever somehow. Yeah. If it's not now, then it'll be later. So it's cute, but as Bob Barker said at the end of Price is Right Every Day, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It is true. Luckily, these two cats can't reproduce. That's good. So not only is the possibility of puppies and if your dog isn't neutered, they love to pee on things anyways, but it's like heightened. And we have a friend and he has a huge dog. Jen and Lee have this big dog. He's a silver lab. He's like 120 pounds. His name is Hank. And he has the most disgusting huge balls that we have ever seen. And I don't even know how he walks like this poor dog. And they don't want to get him fixed? They will eventually. They just haven't gotten around to it. But now it's just they're just part of the family. Oh, okay. So they have a family of five. It's Lee, Jen, Hank, and Hank's two balls. (laughs) (laughs) They're their own honorary members. Yes, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so spay new to your pets. (laughs) Hope your cats don't get bulimia. And leaky butthole. And that's the moral. Oh, and the other moral of the story is uh, uh, listen to our makeup tips. Yeah, don't make the same mistakes we did. Yes. 
So tell me about uh, a couple drinks that you're into. Since I can't drink, I have to live vicariously through you. Yeah, so Vino and Vodka Diaries, we hope to review either wine or vodka or cocktails and just give you something to look forward to next time you have a drink at happy hour. So my new favorite thing is Deep Eddy Grapefruit Vodka and Soda. Ooh, that sounds refreshing. It's really good, and it's not like full-strength vodka because it has a little grapefruit infusion, and it's got a tiny bit of sweet in the vodka, uh, so you don't need to add anything. It's not overly sweet, and it's really good over ice. We had a bottle here at my house with like four girls, and the whole bottle was gone. It's a little dangerous, but delicious and refreshing, so give it a try. Have you heard of a salty dog? Speaking of dogs. Uh, No. So Salty Dog, which I enjoy, is grapefruit juice, vodka, and they salt the rim, and that's called a Salty Dog. So, Oh, I was thinking a Greyhound. What's a Greyhound? I think it's the same thing, but without salt, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. So options for you, Salty Dog, Greyhound, or Grapefruit Vodka, whatever you want to call it, sounds like all the same to me. Any wine you're into? Well, I was going to talk about this wine that I had on a flight, but now I don't remember the name, so I'll give that to you next time. Oh, uh uh-huh. In the uh, grocery store near my house, Safeway, for months they had this sale of cupcake vineyard wine. (laughs) That's awesome. So you buy six, you get 10% off, and then there was a coupon for $20 off. So it ended up being like 4 or $5 a bottle of wine. So between all of our friends, we would like get six bottles each time we went to the store. Which didn't used to be the case. You were you're a white girl for a while. And yeah, the sale's been over for a few weeks, and we have uh, drank all the red wine in the house. We're talking like, uh, whatever, six, probably 24 bottles of wine, if not like 30. And now I'm just down to white. So I guess I drink more red than white. And then in the winter, I like to drink more red too. So we'll have to stock up on that. I'll have to send you my wine coupons because I look at them and they just go unused. Unless I start stockpiling wine like I will be diapers. So maybe that's a thing. I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, if I run across any diaper coupons, I'll send them to you. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll get another podcast up soon. Email us if you have, or if you know us personally, send us a message. If you want to be a guest, check out our Facebook and Instagram pages, and I will put those pictures up. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>